I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, oh, is this a cold open like they do on the television where they have a bit before the main theme song? Uh, well, suppose it is. I suppose it is. If we haven't had the main theme song yet and nothing has happened before this, I haven't even said hello yet, then I suppose it is what they call in the business a cold open. So we do a cold open. We might as well do it. Uh, this is a, you can consider this a cold open, unless you don't want to, in which case feel free to consider it something else although I'm wondering what you would consider it if you're not considering it to be a cold open uh, feel free to let me know if you want to call think of this as something else might help me to understand my own work a little better uh, but no that's for now think of this as a cold open uh, this is like oh this is like the bit on criminal minds where they show uh, they show uh, they burst into a scene where there is some house burning down and there's some fella pouring petrol around around and splashing it around and there's some fella screaming and there's some woman uh, watching from afar with an evil face on her and there's somebody's cat running off in the distance and there's all sorts of other stuff happening and then they say uh, oh I wonder what happened here and then they have a theme tune and then it says uh, 48 hours previously and then they show the calm before the storm they're sitting around in an office uh, saying oh uh, we just got a call about a fella who's going around threatening to burn things down and there's a cat who's a bit worried and there's some woman who apparently looks suspicious although we haven't got cause to bring her in yet so we'll have to find out what's suspicious about her. Uh, you can't just arrest someone for looking uh, suspicious and then they have a meeting and they get on a plane uh, they have a plane on Criminal Minds they have a private jet, the people on Criminal Minds, the TV show uh, it's not a real one, it's just a set as far as I know it's just a set that they have and they go and sit on it uh, but you're supposed to imagine that they're on a plane they never show the pilot is it uh, nearly every second episode they get on that jet to go solve a case in some other part of the country but they never show the pilot and there's never any pilot announcement saying please turn off your laptops and sit the fuck down and stop fucking moving around and doing whatever it is you're doing this is a this isn't a freaking FBI head quarters it's a jet it's there to transport you to where you're going don't be doing your work on the plane no they never say anything like that possibly because maybe if you have a private jet you don't have to put up with crap like that uh, maybe that's why uh, that's how i don't know what it's like to have a private jet but maybe maybe it's the case that they don't have people saying please fasten your seat belts uh please throw away your laptops uh please put your tray to an upright position uh, no maybe they think this fellow owns this fucking plane or his employer does so we're not going to start bossing him around otherwise what's the point of owning a private jet if it's just going to be the same uh, you might as well hire people to sit beside you and be annoying if you're going to be like that if you're trying to just recreate the commercial airline experience uh, no no uh, anyway cold open on with the show on today's substandard episode number 750 of Into Your Head podcast, uh, a pile of crap. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Hello. I've always been a great 
believer in the dictum. Reap what you sow, reap what you sow. Something, 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 reap what you sow. Something, 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 something. Reap, reap, reap what you sow. It's such a perfect day. You got to reap what you sow. You got to reap what you sow. Ah, that was a song by Lou Reed, supposedly about a perfect day, ah, but it was clearly about the Grim Reef, the Grim Reaper, ah, also known as Death, ah, also known in some circles as Beelzebub or Satan, although a lot of people would consider Death as a character to be a separate person from Satan. Ah, it would have to be really, you can't have... Uh, if you had Satan and Death as the same person, that would be like... Uh, that would be a conflict of interest. You need Death to be totally independent of the two different places that people believe you go to when you die. You can't have them attached to one place. You can't have the contract for death, uh, the, the gateway to death, to be uh, run by uh, one side or the other. It would be just like if death was run by uh, the fella from the other side, the heaven fella. No, no. You know more than you'd have it run by the hell fella. You wouldn't. The EU, the European Union would step in and they'd say, no, uh, competition laws. You can't have conflicts of interest. You can't have have that so no clearly uh, Satan and death are two separate entities completely independent although there may well be some fella from uh, what you call it the CIA or something who's got a cover corporation and who owns both of them secretly and they're doing it so they can spy so they can spy on that because that was in the news today apparently there's some CIA, CIA people or something and they bought shares in a version of Twitter for some ah for that place uh, that place with the cigars, the Cuba place, they bought a uh, shares and they're basically running the Cuban version of Twitter so they can influence, so they can reap power and influence over the people who make the cigars uh, just so they can manipulate. That's what they're up to now. Manipulation. It's all about manipulation. And tell you, if Lou Reed thought that his song was going to be used in that way, he wouldn't, he would have objected to it. Uh, he's used his, he's allowed his songs to be used for benign purposes. There was a version of Perfect Day made for a BBC marathon a few years ago and they got heavy pop star under the sun and Lou Reed as well to come in and do a half a line each. They took turns. They said uh, you do a line Bono and I'll do a line I'm George Michael and I'll do a line I'm Elton John and I'll do a line uh, uh, four members of whatever the current boy band is uh, they'll all do it together and I'll do a line uh, Lou Reed and I'll do a line some other old band who literally do lines of cocaine on a regular basis but like to take part in benign stuff as well not that there's anything not benign about cocaine as long as you're not cramming it down someone else's face it's perfectly fine to to kill yourself with powder if you're going to kill yourself with powder you might you could use you could use some sort of other powder you don't have to put powder inside you for you to kill uh, strangely enough powder people think of powder as being harmless stuff that you put on babies to get rid of nappy rash but no you can make frigging explosives out of powder that's why you get on the plane and you say they'll say what's that in your bag and you say oh it's uh, two kilos of powder and they'll say oh you need to be a bit more specific sir and you say well it's either baby powder or semtex or cocaine i'm not sure which does it really matter that much and they'll say i rather think it does sir i think we'll just have to ban powder completely 
especially in large quantities. It can bring maybe, uh, maybe a finger, uh, a pinch of it, I suppose. Although maybe not. You can probably bomb a plane with a pinch load of powder now, can you? I don't know. I don't know the technicalities of creating bombs, and I don't want it either. I have no interest. I have no interest in interest in making bombs. Although I'm sure it's a very interesting hobby. I just don't want to do it. Uh, because of the uh, side effects. The side effects of creating bombs and causing them to explode are quite significant and unpleasant and they cause people to frown upon you. People, if you make bombs and bomb people, people frown on you. They say, are you making a bomb and bombing people and throwing bombs at people and killing them and destroying half the world? Uh, well, I have objections to that. It's all very well to have a pastime, but if your pastime has such negative influences over people and negative have effects to such a great degree and uh, maybe you should do something a bit more innocent like taking cocaine and these people who take cocaine they just they don't go fucking uh, they don't blow up half the world with it or do they, do they? I don't know I don't know I'm probably talking out of place here because I have very little experience of either drugs or bombs uh, I have no business talking about either I should leave it to the leave it to the people who are qualified to do so <coughs> Uh, anyway, uh, we've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics. We've got topics coming out of uh, topics coming out of this tub. Uh, this tub contains caffeine pills. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, it's an offshoot of my main uh, large tub of caffeine pills. I've unloaded, I've offloaded some into this little tub and put her up here in the up here into into your, into into your head center. I won't call it a studio because that sounds elitist. It's not a studio. It's a spare bedroom. So in order to not sound elitist, I'll call it the into your head center headquarters upstairs in central uh, in central upstairs my house. That's what I'll call it. That probably sounds a bit elitist still. Uh, well, there's not much we can do about that. There's only so much I can do about that. I can't just uh, whatever language I use sounds elitist. I can't just stop using language because if you stop using language like I can tell you you don't have much of a talk show to go by uh, well what the music program I suppose we could have that. We could have a. Do you want the music program? You probably do. Here we go. Uh, here's what this program would sound like if it was all music. <laughs> I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking, uh, well, good point. I wouldn't enjoy a program that was all music, uh, but only if it was all that kind of music, because I prefer mainstream. And that was a very obscure track that you played there. In fact, so obscure, it was just you blowing randomly into your harmonica. It wasn't even music. Well, that's a bit, uh, that's a bit insensitive, if you don't mind me saying so. I've been playing harmonica off and on since I was about seven years of age, uh, with a, a possible gap between 
mean the age of about 10 when I lost my first harmonica and the age of about 32 when I got my second one for my birthday. Uh, apart from that, no. Uh, so I've, I've devoted a lifetime of work to my harmonica playing and while it may not sound like much to you, it's my... Oh, it's my, uh, it's the height of my achievement. What you've just heard is the height of my achievement uh, of many years of practice on the harmonica. So don't go, uh, don't go being mean, please. Be kind. As they say in the movie, be kind, rewind. Uh, they say, oh, uh, this is a movie uh, It's going to be, uh, it's probably not going to be available to rent in stores because that sort of thing doesn't happen anymore. They don't rent uh, videos in stores anymore. There's a video store, rental store down here here but I think they just sell things mostly. They have well, they have videos for rental right you can go in uh, on the face of it it's a video rental store still. Uh, I believe it's uh, I believe it was owned by uh, Blockbuster or something for a while uh, but no you go in there and it's called Extravision HMV now. They say oh it's half Extravision, it's half half HMV, uh, it'll be half something else uh, if we ever merge with anyone else who's going out of business although then it'll probably be be a third each because you can't have three halves they'll say or else they'll they used to have some gimmick where they say oh we're so good now we're 150 percent of a shop so we're uh, half hmv half extra vision and half whatever we've merged with now uh, probably a newspaper to probably merge with a print newspaper that's about to go bust and that will keep them going for another 10 years until someone invents ah someone will somebody will invent uh money that you just download and that no Nobody goes down to the high street or any mall or anything anymore. So shop, all shops will be gone. And that'll, I tell you, that'll be at the end of those record and uh, DVD rental stores at last. Their comeuppance has been coming for long enough. It's going to happen eventually. They should just accept their fate and get out now. They should get out, get out. If you have a video store, get out now. Uh, plan for your future, for Christ's sake. You're not going to last forever. You're not frigging, uh, you're not frigging, uh, Highlander uh, with the Queen with or without the Queen soundtrack there's a movie called Highlander that came out in the in the 80s and it had a soundtrack by Queen uh, the soundtrack was what uh, it was basically the Queen a kind of magic album that was the soundtrack to Highlander they went oh uh, who wants to live who wants to live who wants to live forever Except they didn't have harmonica, they had uh, orchestral stuff in and they had Freddie Mercury singing uh, rather than me. I'm very sorry I'm not Freddie Mercury, uh, but would Freddie Mercury do a podcast for you? Yeah, he probably wouldn't because he's been dead since 1990-something, 1990 1991 or something. <clears throat> so don't be going giving me that crap. Uh, crap. Uh, you may well. Ah, bollocks. Anyway, two DVD rental store owners walk into a bar. One of the DVD rental store owners goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of caliber, please? And the man behind the bar says, Are you fucking serious? And the DVD rental store owner says, Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Caliber. Uh, caliber was a short lived. Uh, 
a short-lived non-alcoholic beer brought out by uh, Guinness in the 1980s, and I'd like a pint of it, please. And the man behind the bar says, you really don't understand about time moving on and the world moving on, do you, uh, Mr. Video Shop Owner? And the video shop owner says, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Uh, I sell uh, I sell HD DVDs now and rent them. You can even, I even sell downloads. You can come into my shop and buy an iTunes voucher if you like and go and spend it somewhere else and the man behind the bar says and you don't see how that's going to make your uh, business unviable in the near future and the video store owner says oh, I suppose I suppose but I can, I can merge with HMV they're banjacks too so I'm just going to seek out another business that's banjacks and we'll merge them and we'll go banjacks together but over a shorter period of time and the man behind the bar says that's interesting sir I'm afraid I can't help you with the point of calibre because as you say yourself that was a short lived beverage product in the 1980s it doesn't exist anymore it's not available the only time you hear about it is if you do a search on YouTube for calibre ads and people go and look at it just for the laugh they're being ironic they'll say to you what the point of calibre here's, la- here's an ad for it and uh, a video store owner says oh that's a shame that's a shame they should have merged it with ah they should have merged it with proper Guinness or something you could have a half half alcoholic half lager half stout Guinness or something I suppose uh, technically that wouldn't work but I'd have to I'm not a I'm not in the beverage industry I'm more of an ideas person than a than a fleshing you out person but no there's an idea for them to get caliber uh, which I believe was a non-alcoholic lager and you merge it with st- uh, full uh, full-bodied uh, Guinness stout now I've no I've been drunk as a student and tried to mix uh, remaining half a can of lager with a half a can of Guinness and it didn't work out uh, but no uh, they, in the industry they blend things like that you can't you can't mix these things at home but you get someone a food scientist and the market here in some place and they'll be able to figure that out if they put their minds to it and the man behind the bar says is that so sir is that so and uh, Tingy had uh, what you call it, video store owner says it is indeed, it is indeed. But I can see I'm not going to get my pint of caliber here. So a kind of a pint of a pint of uh, let's see, pint of putchine, please. And the barman says, so you've gone from wanting a pint of alcohol-free lager or whatever caliber was uh, to wanting a pint of putchine, which is basically pure alcohol. It's basically moonshine, and it's also illegal for me to sell it, by the way. And uh, uh, oh, the video store owner says, oh, I can see I'm not having much luck here. Despite being flexible, despite taking the advice of the world on board and trying to be flexible and not just selling videos anymore and broadening my business and doing uh, branching out to other businesses and also reflecting it in my social life by broadening out my alcohol beverage orders, I'm still not having much success here, am I? It just goes to show the people who lecture me about what to do with my shop no, don't know what they're talking about. And the man behind the bar says, you're right, I've no idea what you're talking about at all. And the video store owner says, I'm talking about the fact that you don't know what I'm talking about. Although I wasn't specifically referring to you. I wouldn't be that rude to say that to your face. I was talking about the world in general. And the man behind the bar says, you are not, you are talking about me, you rude cunt. And the video shop owner says,
says, I've never heard such language in all my life. And the other says, uh, I suppose you're going to tell me now that the world has moved on and we've branched out into more flowery language like that. Well, I'm not going to... <clears throat> I'm not going to, and the man behind the bar interrupts and says, I'm sorry, I didn't hear those last few words, sir. You moved your face away from, uh, it's almost as if you're speaking into a virtual microphone here, and you moved your face away from it, so I couldn't hear what you were saying. And the video store owner says, oh, I wasn't really saying anything, I was just fading away into a cough, and that's why I moved my mouth away, because I don't go up and cough into people's faces, even after they call me a cunt, whatever that is. What's a cunt, anyway? Some slang that the young people made up. What does it even mean? And the barman says it means uh, it is a bit like well, it's a bit like saying you're a fuckhead, I suppose. If you want to, if you want to put it into other words, although you don't need a fucking thesaurus to analyse swear words. The whole point of a swear word is that you say it and it carries everything you want to say with it, and there's no explanation needed. So, for example, I could say you're a fucking gobshite mophead cunt, and you'd instantly know what meant by the tone. He wouldn't need to get out a frigging dictionary. He probably wouldn't be in the dictionary anyway because it's more of a phrase than a word. Although they probably do. They have dictionary for phrases. They probably do. Well, I'm sure they can't possibly cover every possible combination of swear words. Uh, that would be a very thick book, I can tell you. Uh, you'd probably sell it. You'd probably still sell books if you were a bookstore. Uh, if you were, you'd probably do an online book, audio bookstore where you sell tapes of the audio books and the video store owner says what's an audio book it sounds it sounds interesting and the man behind the bar says well quite a lot of them sound interesting all right although you don't really need to listen to them to tell whether they sound interesting you can just look at the cover you can judge an audio book by the cover by its cover and maybe by listening to a sample i suppose and uh, uh oh, the video store owner says i'm bored with this segment now and the great night is had by all into your head the Podcastual Arts at no cost to you. Just click through the Amazon link at intoyourhead.com whenever you go shopping for anything, even if you use Amazon UK or Canada. We'll take your weird foreign money here. We're not proud. Just visit intoyourhead.com and click on the appropriate Amazon banner. If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in this program, email studio at intoyourhead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats. Matchstick cats and stuff. Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com. Just admit I'm not very happy with the quality of today's episode of Into Your Head Podcast. Hello, uh, not least because it's the first one in over a week and it's number 750, a very significant number because it means we're three quarters of the way up to show 1000. Uh, I think that's significant anyway. May not be significant to you, uh, but you're not the one who's made 750 episodes of Ali. Have you, have anybody listening to this, ever done anything 750? 
times. I doubt it. Well, I've achieved something here. I've done this 750 times, and I'd quite like if the 750th one was reasonably good and a good representation of the current quality of the podcasts in general. Uh, no, it's not. It's a boil of crap. It's me t- talking about drugs and bombing and some fella going into a bar talking about extravision. Fucking ridiculous. Videotapes and cocaine. Is that what we're the... Uh, we used to do proper cat songs on this show in the early days. I used to come on and say, oh, here's a cat song. I'd say, uh, oh, Chili's getting his willy chopped off. Willy chopped off. Willy chopped off. Chili's getting his willy chopped off on wet ends day. Hey, he's not going to pee everywhere. Hop on Pippi. Pippi the cat. He's not going to... Actually, my wife did that song, if I remember rightly. She performed it on uh, one of the earlier episodes. And he put it on here and he said, Here's a cat song. Because we had proper cat songs in those days. But now, no. Just get out my harmonica and they go, Perfect day, perfect day. Something, something, perfect day. It's a sign of getting old, I can tell you. You can't rustle up a cat song on demand. as a sign that you're getting old and weary of the world weary of the world in general not that there's anything wrong with that nothing wrong with being weary with the world in general because it means you're a realist you're a real ah you're a real uh participant in the, what's going on around you you're aware even even a wearity of sorts oh there's a car there's a car over there see i'm aware of that there's a car plowing its way into the next estate it's disappeared behind it well in front of a house now but i'm behind that house for my view so uh, it's disappeared in front of the house you can disappear in front of things you know you don't have to just disappear behind them it all depends on uh, that's how the magicians will know that it all depends on where the audience is looking at it from it's all about a point of view a uh, point of view and a point of your finest guinness absolutely fucking fantastic now uh I know what you're thinking there. You're thinking he's very, he's being very self-deprecating today. It's quite, well, quite a, it's quite a, a, an attractive and appealing trait, if I'm honest. That's what you're thinking. Uh, well, you may think that, uh, but you're a poor judge of character, if that's the case. Not that there's anything wrong with being a poor judge of character. There's worse things than being a poor judge of character, and you shouldn't feel bad about it. There's worse things, uh, worse things such as, for example, making a, a sub standard episode of your long-running podcast and then putting it out and then having a go with the listener for being a poor judge of quality of character that's worse than being a poor judge of character so no don't feel bad well maybe you do feel bad because you take pride in uh, being a good judge of character and now you've just found out that you're not so you, i can't i can't prevent you from be feeling bad about that but you shouldn't you shouldn't feel bad about that because uh, you should put it in perspective and think what uh, there's far worse things you could be worse you could be far worse you could be hitler you could be hitler reincarnated although who's to say you're not who's to say you're not hitler reincarnated although if you are you clearly haven't done anything terribly bad yes not on the scale of uh, your previous incarnation so maybe you're improving if you're hitler reincarnated and you haven't yet uh, taken over half of europe uh, then maybe it means you've learned from your previous life and you're uh, you're being 
being rehabilitated, in which case, well done. Uh, fair play to you. Uh, did I just praise Hitler? Maybe I did. Maybe I did. Uh, but you have to give praise and encouragement to people as they progress through these lives and improve, don't you think? Uh, maybe you don't. Was that controversial? It probably was. I've called the listener Hitler, uh, but I've also praised uh, Hitler for not, uh, <laughs> not starting a world war uh, since his LA history incarnation. I suppose that's a bit, uh, that's a bit quite unusual, I suppose, anyway. Nothing wrong with being unusual. Uh, Hitler himself was unusual, and there was nothing wrong. Oh, no, wait, I see what you mean. I see what you mean now. Uh, I take a, I take a hold back. Let's pretend I never said you might be Hitler reincarnated, and let's just go back to, uh, let's just go back to whatever it is we were doing. What were we doing? Were we doing a podcast? I think we were. I think it's run its course now, though, hasn't it? It's pretty much run its course. I'll come back tomorrow and do a proper podcast. That's what we'll do. We'll just uh, write this one off as a pile of crap. And then I'll come back and do another one. I'll try and do another one tomorrow, Sunday. I'll do it properly this time. I don't know what went wrong here. It was just a, a disaster. One disaster after another. Although the previous episode was particularly good, I thought. So, no, it's just one disaster on its own after a non-disaster. Uh, so no, let's not get too far into this self-deprecating stuff. Uh, only deprecate the stuff that deserves deprecation. Uh, although I would argue that something that's bad, it doesn't deserve anything at all. Not even deprecation. It doesn't deserve anything. Uh, but I can see why you would think otherwise. Anyway, good morning. Uh, stand by for a cold closure coming up after the closing theme song. Don't go away. You've been listening to Neil tell you stories. About cats, probably. Neil talks a lot about cats. Send your topic suggestions to studio at interyourhead.com. Ah, hello, it's me again. I thought since I did a cold open on today's episode, I'd do a cold closure as well. Although I'm not exactly sure now what that entails. What does it close? Uh, maybe it involves coming back. Uh, I think, uh, if I remember rightly, from the likes of Criminal Minds, it doesn't necessarily have to happen after the closing credits and theme song. It can happen before those. It can show uh, after they've solved the case and they're all jetting home, it can show someone doing something else after uh, maybe some fella went back to check on his cat somewhere because during the case they had some, uh, they came across some cats who weren't well and uh, uh, one of the investigators that goes home after the case is closed to check on his cat and it's all there and fine and you show him petting his cat and being all happy because the case is closed I don't know anyway whatever a, whatever a cold closure is consider this to be one I suppose it gives you a closure it gives you a closure on the story uh, although cold closure in, in, uh, implies that it's not good uh, cold would imply uh, it's kind of unfriendly and hostile and uh, not very emotionally satisfying and if that's the case I'm very sorry but it's satisfying to me because if you have a cold open uh, then in order to get closure you would need a cold closure too especially if you're a little OCD like me uh, it's just the cold part I think that's off-putting but if cold open wasn't off-putting for the open thing then why should 
be it be off-putting for the closure thing? There's a question for you. You see, you're thinking about this the wrong way. Uh, maybe you need to change your thinking about the word cold and put it into context. It depends on where you put the word cold as to whether or not it's good or bad. So uh, put that there. If I gave you a cold ice cream in the middle of July uh, and there wasn't a it wasn't a, a snowstorm on or anything and it was hot, then you wouldn't think, oh, this is cold ice cream. It's horrible. You wouldn't. I see. It's all about context. All about context. Anyway. This has been a cold closure to today's episode. Uh, it's not over yet. It's not over yet. Uh, that's uh, it. Actually, it was over until now. I decided to come back and extend it a bit. Uh, that bit where I said anywhere, anyway, just now. That was the originally the end of the cold closure. Uh, but no, I pressed record again, and I said to myself, "I'll add a bit more on here. I'll do. I'll go for if we can't have quality on today's episode, we'll at least go for." Quality quantity because it's the next best thing uh ideally you would have a high quantity of quality but that's apparently that's not on the on the agenda today and i can't figure out how to get it onto the agenda so not going to happen there's no point uh you can put stuff on the agenda it doesn't mean they're going to talk about it i could go up to oh i could go off to the eu to brussels somewhere and say oh i want you to talk about war on today's agenda doesn't mean you're going to be able to stop the heads of state at their next meeting from just sitting around talking about the latest episode of uh, frigging, I don't know, whatever the people are watching nowadays, the latest episode of Doctor Who they could say, oh, what's on the agenda here? Oh, it says here, item number one, impending nuclear war between America and North Korea, or wherever the latest uh, fashionable war is and they'll say, oh, that's nice did anyone see the latest episode of Birds of a Feather? on ITV and everyone else will go are you aware that most of us are from different parts of Europe and that that show is only on in England and maybe a few other English speaking uh, countries that show it if they would show it a year or two after the original screening on some crappy little uh, English repeats channel and the English fellow will say oh sorry about that what can I talk about then that would be all inclusive is there a big international show and the French fellow will chime in and say well there's uh, Le Breaking Bad I'm not sure what it's called in English but over here it's called Le Breaking Bad and the English fellow will say are you sure that's what it's called in French? I thought the French had proper words for things Uh, you seem to have just said Breaking Bad and put Le in front of it and said it in a slightly uh, French accent and not a very very believable one if you don't mind me saying so and the French uh, president will say oh completely understand and the English fellow will say wait a minute you're the French president surely they'd send their head of government the prime minister rather than their head of state the president a meeting like this and the French president will say oh that's probably true I'm not sure don't know all that much about it I know you Irish people wouldn't send your president to a political meeting like that but different countries have different rules for their presidents 
mean, look at America, for example, their president. Their president is just in charge of everything. Uh, your president sits and sawings things and goes and uh, goes and pets cats and opens schools and things. But no, uh, there's different presidents and di- maybe we should call them different things. Maybe we should call ours a presutant and we should call the America one the presatant and just have slightly different pronunciations of them. Uh, but we already have our own word for president, so we already do that. We call our president Le President, which I realise is just another pronunciation of the English word. But has it occurred to you that the English word might be just another pronunciation of the French word? I mean, which came first, the, uh, the kettle or the egg, or the uh, French word for president or the English word for president? There's a question for you. And that's how they never get around to discussing war. They probably never even get around to discussing Breaking Bad, if they're going to get bogged down and stuff like that. Oh no. Anyway, on with the void after the cold closure.